You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the channel. So how many of you love decluttering? Yeah! Well, if you don't have a hardcore passion for decluttering, like probably most of the population, then you're gonna love today's video because I'm gonna be sharing some tiny ways that you can declutter really fast without even trying. If you've been here long, you know I'm all about low barrier efficiency. So let's go ahead and dive into this list. Number one, don't put away your laundry. Now, obviously, if you have clothes that you're wanting to wear that you love, all of that good stuff, then by all means, please hang up and fold and put away your laundry. But in general, going through the laundry is kind of like moving homes. It makes sense to not go through the effort of packing up or putting away things that you're not gonna wanna wear again. So this is a great time to start pulling out the socks that have holes in them. There's no sense in rolling those up and tossing them back in the drawer if you're not going to need to wear those again. Or if you have items that you're likely going to want to donate, well, this is a perfect time because now they're all washed and ready to go. You can save yourself the effort and the space of having to cram those back into the drawer and just create a separate pile for donations. Number two, heat map your products. This is something that I've talked about a lot because it's super efficient and it's a very organic way to declutter and bring awareness to the items that you're actually using versus the ones that you're not using. It's really simple. So probably the easiest example is in a bathroom medicine cabinet. Let's say you have a bunch of products, maybe face products, hair products up in your medicine cabinet. Just start by grouping them all together on one side of the medicine cabinet. As you use something, you're going to just place that item off to the opposite side of the medicine cabinet. So you got everything over here on the left. As you use something, you're starting a new group over here on the right. And then after some specified amount of time, a week, maybe a month, a couple of weeks, whatever you want it to be, you go back through and you see the items that are still over in that unused left grouping. Those are the items that you're not reaching for. Those are the things that haven't been used. So now you have this extra data, this visual proof of the things that you're using versus not using, and it makes it extra easy for you to just scoop those items out and discard them however they need to be discarded. Number three, keep a donation bag. This is something that I definitely love to do. I always have a linen type bag that with a drawstring and it's really large so I can fit tons and tons of things in there before I actually have to make a trip to the donation center. And I also have a separate smaller bag for electronics because you never know when you're gonna come across, oh yeah, this toy that my kid isn't playing with anymore or oops, this cord for my cell phone stopped working. Just so you know, the electronics bag is for recycling, not for donating. So I'm not donating broken cords. But it's just easier to have those there available, ready to go. Whenever I go to toss on a shirt and it's a little bit shorter than I remember it being, I can go toss it in the donations bag. And I don't need to take any other action than that until the bag gets full. And by then, I'm usually already ready to make a donation trip anyway. Number four, keep an up and down box. So this doesn't necessarily have to be a box and it also doesn't necessarily have to be up and down, but a great example of this might be having a box at the top of the stairs and a box at the bottom of the stairs. 
I wouldn't necessarily just like leave it right by the stairs unless you're actively going through a process, like maybe you're moving or you're going through a big uh, decluttering spree or you know redoing a bedroom or something like that. There have definitely been times when something was going on in my home that we had a lot of stuff that was needing to go up and needing to go down the stairs. And just to save myself the trip, we would have a little basket at the top, a little basket at the bottom. You can do some version of that when it comes to just organically decluttering your stuff throughout the day. You can have some kind of a location. It can even be like a pretty bin that's in a closet or something like that, where you're putting things that are gonna need to be eventually decluttered or moved to the downstairs or other side of the house if it's not up and down. And it just makes the whole organic process easier because you're limiting those steps, you're limiting the trips. And of course it's closer. So you're limiting the time that it's taking you to go back and forth and make these extra journeys by just keeping a convenient location. And then as you need to make a trip to that, space, just taking the items with you. Even a small example of this might be we have a trash can in our bathroom that's upstairs. Now the main trash is downstairs on the main floor, but we don't want to be going back and forth up and down the stairs every time we need to throw something away. Most people have this type of a situation in their homes. Try to think along those same lines for items that you might need to declutter or to organize or to relocate. Tip number five, pour old things into new things or new things into old things. Essentially, we're talking about consolidating here. One of my favorite decluttering hacks is to consolidate because if you have two things, like let's say two dish soaps, this one's almost empty, this one is full, but it still has a little space in the top, you pour the old one into the new one, well, you've just saved 50% of space just by taking that little action. And if you have multiple versions or multiple bottles or products that can be consolidated into one, then you're just amplifying that 50%. It's like, can be 100%, it could be 200%, you know, depending on the number of things that you have. But that's how I think about it anyway. I, I like to go to the, the data and the analytics and the numbers and, oh, this is, I'm saving 75% of my space, that's awesome. Cooking oil? you know, shampoo. This is why canisters and bins can be really great because they allow you to accommodate new things and old things and multiple versions of things into one slim location. So you, you know, you have the old bag of sugar, you've got the new bag of sugar, they both fit into the canister and boom, you're getting rid of both of those bags of sugar. That's kind of the idea. So anywhere that you can consolidate items, you are maximizing the efficiency of your space and decluttering organically without necessarily even going through the effort of a full on decluttering cluttering project. Number six, wear your wardrobe. Now, depending on the size of your wardrobe, this might not be the fastest way, but it's definitely a really low barrier and easy way to declutter your wardrobe. You're not having to take everything out of your closet, make a day of it, you know, toss it all on the bed. You're literally going through your day the same way that you always do, putting on clothes, taking off clothes. But in this case, you're challenging yourself to wear everything in your wardrobe. When you get to those things that you can't wear because the jeans are still too tight or the shirt is still too cropped, you know, whatever the reason may be. Well, those things are inevitably gonna be the last things remaining in your closet. And again, kind of like the heat mapping will be easier to scoop up and discard of one way or another. This one pairs quite nicely with number one that I mentioned because if you challenge yourself to wear all of your clothes, let's say you, you challenge yourself for a week, two weeks, however long to wear every item that exists in your closet. And then you have, of course, all of this laundry, you can just not put away the laundry of the things that you're like, nope, I hated wearing that and I don't wanna wear it again. Number seven, post bundles for free. It doesn't have to be bundles. 
Literally, you can post anything for free. If you have a couch that you're not using that's excess in your living room, you can post that for free. But anytime that you post things for free, they tend to go pretty quickly. You're saving yourself a trip to the donation center. You're, of course, eliminating waste because somebody who's willing to drive to your space to pick something up is likely gonna be using that item instead of it just being sat possibly unused in a donation facility somewhere. But really, it's just fast and easy. Somebody will come to your door and pick it up. You don't have to think about it. Like how low barrier is that? And I've had a lot of success doing this. I've posted like entire bundles of my kids' clothes that they've grown out of before, along with my own clothes that I wanted to get rid of. And I had so many messages by the end of the day of people who just wanted to come and pick up those clothes for free. Number eight, box it up. So I don't mean like box it up and store it away. That's not what you wanna do. It's kind of similar to the method of decluttering that I talk about, which is also really efficient and saves you a lot of time and effort, which is to use a select method instead of a sifting method. So for example, if you're decluttering a drawer, with the select method, you would remove everything from the drawer and then you would select the items that you wanna keep and put those back in the drawer. Now the drawer is decluttered. And then you can just scoop everything else up and put it away. Well, that can take a little bit longer depending on the size of the drawer or the closet or the storage area that you're using that process on. But if you're looking for something that's a little more organic, you can just scoop everything into a bin or a box or a laundry basket. You don't have to go through it at the moment, but the spaces that you wanted to have decluttered or decluttered, and then over time as you need something, you can pull it out of the box or the laundry basket and use it and put it back where it goes. And then pull another thing out, use it, put it back where it goes. So that's something that's really quick, you get results fast because you're scooping away all of the little things that you may or may not need. And then over time, kind of like the heat mapping, once you get to the bottom of that box or bin, those could very well be things that need to be discarded anyway because you haven't been reaching or pulling for them. Or you can bust them out really fast, you know, like scrape everything, surfaces and drawers into this box, go put things away and immediately discard them. That would be slightly more of a time investment, but still a lot faster than going room by room and zone by zone because everything is in one neat, convenient location. So those are just some tiny hacks, some little tweaks that you can make to your day-to-day -day living to get rid of the clutter organically without having to have a big full day, weekend, or spring break of decluttering stuff. And you might be surprised at how fast you actually see results from taking these tiny little actions. 